Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Girl Water Your Grass. We are totally pumped for our episode today. <laughs> You are in for such a treat. We've been doing this series on relationships and covering all the things. And today is a really fun one for you all. Would you like to, to key in on what we're doing? Yes. We are here to talk to you about friendship, about true, authentic, cheerleading, genuine, deep friendship of willing the good of another, of loving well. And we are so excited to welcome two of our dearest friends and confidants. And we have been so blessed and know that you all will be too. Miss Cecilia Pappas and Miss Erin Vandevore. So welcome to the podcast, ladies. Cute, cute applause. Thank Hello. you. I know I feel like there should be like pump up music as we like walk on stage. <laughs> right, here we go. So thank you ladies for being here. And we just wanted to welcome you all and really just talk to our listeners something I think that can be such a challenge in our culture today is true, authentic friendship. You know, we were talking and the four of us were sitting, talking with um, a mentor who's a man and telling him how women don't genu genuinely want the best for each other. Oftentimes that we walk into a room and we just want to know, like, mm, I'm prettier than her, or, you know, we, we want to one up someone. And so what we've really found in this sisterhood that we have here is just genuine friendship. We're all very different and we all have different gifts, but I feel like that we have been able to form this bond and celebrate the beauty of each other genuinely, not worried competitively on who's one-upping, but really willing the good of another. So let's just talk a little bit about that and how we've been able to really step into this friendship from a place of, of love and from a place of willing the good of each other. Yeah. And before you dive into that, let's actually go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Oh, yeah. a little bit. You know, Erin has been on several times and we always get incredible feedback because they love her expert advice on all the things and thoughts on them. And they haven't gotten to hear Cecilia yet. So let's, Erin, um, do you want to start and share just a little bit? Because even though we've had you on, they haven't gotten to know you yet. So let's just share a little bit about who you are. Sure. Um, I am a strategic coach. I live in the DC area and I'm a lucky wife and mom of three boys. So, um, you know, it's a busy house over here. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of my career, uh, working in politics and project management. I've worked in higher education and I'm a, I'm a big adventure. Honestly, I, uh, love, love a good adventure and spent, um, uh, almost three years living abroad with my family and really kind of believe that, uh, the world belongs to the uninhibited. So, uh, just love, love to take life by the horns. Happy to be here today. 
You're welcome. So awesome. We've been so blessed by you. So Cecilia, tell us a little bit about you. And she has her own podcast and is an influencer, but tell us more about you. Yeah. So Erin, that was like so polished. (laughs) I can tell you work in politics, you know, Um, (laughs) I've had training. (laughs) So, okay. What do I do? I have a podcast called what in the dang heck with my best friend and pretty much it's the background noise you need while you do your laundry and wash dishes. And it's yeah, it's like, we're just chirping in your ear for an hour a week. So that's really great. And then I also do the Instagram thing. So you can follow me at Cecilia Pappas on the gram, talk all about faith, fashion, and femininity, a little F cubed there squared cubed. Um, and then what else do I do? Oh, I live in the DC area. I moved. You're engaged. Oh yeah. I'm engaged. Hello. (laughs) I'm planning a wedding. How could I forget? It's hard to hold my hand up. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we see the ring. We see it. Yeah. So uh, planning a wedding with my lovely fiance, so. Mr. Stash, Mr. Stash. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm at. Happy to be here. <laughs> well, let's, so let's talk about friendship. You know, we've all had, all of us have good friends and friends we've had um, and we've, I think we've all been very intentional about friendships. So why don't we go around and just share a little bit about, you know, what you have found is really important in friendships and maybe some of the values and, and the ways that you have found to foster that. Um, MK, you want to start? Sure. You know, I think one thing that I've really found is genuinely seeing the gifts in each other and not comparing yourself, because if we really believe that God's plan is perfect for each of us. And that we all are on a unique divine mission and have a unique purpose here. We shouldn't ever be comparing because what's God's plan for my life is very different for what God's plan for Cecilia's life. Right. And so I genuinely want to show up and see her gifts and how can I help pour into your life and help you become the best version of yourself and to always be giving generously. I think if we're always giving, it is so true that it's in giving that you receive and just always willing that good and loving them well and not comparing and not saying, well, you know, she plays a fashion queen. I need some help. Help me sister. Right. So just really, I think that's something so beautiful in genuine friendship is to not compare, but to really totally will the good and see each other's gifts and to celebrate them and be big cheerleaders. So Cecilia, what do you think? Yeah. So when I, I totally agree with you, MK, and actually I like almost have categories looking back on friendships. Mm. Um, and sometimes you can kind of put them in a category while you're in the friendship. It's either lifelong or convenient. It's one or the other. And oftentimes college, high school friendships, you, the thing you had in common was that you live close to each other and that you're going through the same thing at the same time. But after those things, it's like, well, what are you connecting on? You're both in your life. You're both in the world. You probably moved away from each other. Like, what do you have to connect on besides gossiping about the people that you used to hang around with? (laughs) Did you see that girl on Facebook? Did you see what she posted? Did you see that she's pregnant now? Like all this stuff. It's like, you have nothing to connect on Mm -hmm. in that friendship was simply convenient and seasonal. And then you have your friendships where you talk about life with. And no matter where you are, what stage in life, if they're married, have a kid and you're still single, they're still your friend. And those are those lifelong girls. So good. 
Aaron. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. One of my favorite books is, um, the four loves by CS Lewis. And in oh, it, he great. talks about friendship and it's interesting how he describes it as, um, this idea that few people value friendship because few people have actually experienced it. And I think that it's, you know, looking back in, you know, my younger years, of really craving it and wanting it, like wanting that like bosom friend, as Anna Green Gables would say, uh, and, you know, someone to really be able to pour, pour into who's not necessarily like a biological, you know, family member. Right. So it's like someone outside of that and, you know, we crave it, but, um, you know, it's something that I didn't really understand what I wanted until I actually experienced it for myself. So, um, I just think it's really important. And I think it's important to kind of take a look at your friendships. Like you were saying, Cecilia of, you know, what are my friendships? What am I looking for in friendships? Are these friendships, um, more, you know, for convenience, or is it something that I want to really build a relationship with this person? Um, and I think it's okay that friendships kind of are seasonal sometimes, and, you know, someone can be your friend for a season, but really it's like, do you want to build a relationship with this person? Um, I think it's just important to think about and kind of assess our friendships and, um, really kind of try to try to go a little bit deeper and elevate, you know, the friendships that we have, mm-hmm. you know, I love that because I find that within friendships, you know, there, there's so many aspects to them. And, and one of those is that we have growth friendships. I think that's actually been one of the most beautiful things of our friendship with the four of us is that, you know, there was a, there's a way that we enter into that friendship with one another where we encourage each other. And, but we also challenge each other. You know, we, we, there's been some moments where maybe one of us was not in a good headspace about a situation or um, just struggling with something or maybe handled something not as good. And then the other will be like, Hey, okay, do you want me to do me to be your friend right now? Or can I coach you up on this? You know, and, and creating that space where, yeah, like we're totally sisters and we have that friendship and we're here for one another and we create that space when maybe someone just needs to vent. And there's also space to love each other through challenging one another. You know, um, go ahead. I can hear you saying in my head, Maria, MK, what if you're wrong about that? I'm like, dang it. Yet again, challenging me always. Like, I don't need you to like be my coach right now. I need you to jump in the pool and swim with me. You know, like, come on, cry with me, which totally still do. It's it's, that's so good. And it's like, how are we growing each other up and how are we challenging each other to, to level up, you know? So that's been really, um, a really a blessing. And, uh, Marie and I, as you all know, we have all brothers. Cecilia also has all brothers and Aaron, it comes from a large family, but it really, I think has, we've been blessed to have a deeper level of friendship that we will call a sisterhood mm-hmm. and something I think that's really unique and special that we would encourage you all to is that the sisterhood comes first. And so yeah. talk yeah. a little bit about that. Cause Maria, you really put that idea before us and tell our listeners a little bit about what we mean by that. Yeah. So, um, so I, you know, I have five brothers, no sisters. And I remember, um, I was, I was, I think right before brother number five was born. (laughs) And I remember when, um, beforehand I was just praying for a sister. Every time my mom got pregnant, I was, I'm number two out of the six. And every time I'm like, Lord, please let me get a sister. Let me get a sister. Right. Cause I just, I wanted kind of that best friend and it never was. 
And I remember one time just crying and my mom and I were sitting in my room and I was just in tears and I was so devastated that I was not going to get a sister again. And, and I was just the odd person out. And I remember my mom crying with me and giving me a hug and her saying, you know, um, and just praying with me and saying, you know, the Lord is going to give you the sisters that you need when you need them. And what's been so beautiful is, is I can trace back now and see this, this theme of, of sisterhood for me, um, throughout my life. You know, I have so many friends now that I've been friends with for 20 something years. And, and I find that that's more uncommon than it is common. And so with the sisterhood, some of those friends. So for example, I was living with two of my best friends. We live together, we work together. You guys have gotten to hear this on one of the episodes. Um, but one of the things we would talk about is let's protect the sisterhood, right? Which means that if there's something that's going to get in the way of that, then we need to take a step back and, and re out, right? Because you take care of the sisterhood. You take care of one another. You're not, um, you know, if you have an issue with someone, you go directly to them. You're not going, you're not talking behind their back. You're not trying to spread something. So you're, there's a lot of honesty and really saying, how can I love this girl in my life well? You know, and I think that can be true for any relationship, right? But I think in protecting the sisterhood, it really is assuming the best of one another and assuming the best of each other's intentions um, and creating space for one another. So I think that's, that's one of the things that's been really important to me and to, to be able to do that within my friendships. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it's really hard to assume the best because maybe you've had a tendency with even like a guy, like a past relationship where if you were wounded, wounded from it, and it's like, he didn't have my best interest in mind. And so now you have this repetition of not assuming the best of someone and it doesn't even cross your mind. It's like, Nope, I already know their intention. Like this is their intention that I'm running with it. Right. I think oftentimes we can do that, but I just think of what you were saying, Maria is like protecting the sisterhood. So I work with my best friend on my podcast and there's times where we've had it scheduled to record, but it's like, we need like a personal session right now. Like <laughs> we just need to like talk to each other, get each other's opinions, like vent for a second. Like we don't need to record the podcast right now. Like we'll figure that out. And I, we just need like space. We need to talk to each other or we're just so busy with personal stuff. It's like, I understand. I'm not going to get so terribly upset with you because we can't record at the time. You know, it's like friendship especially if you're in that, um, situation, like friendship always comes before business. Mm -hmm. It just does. Yeah. And I think that's, that's great that you bring that up. And it's really what I was thinking of when you were talking Cecilia was just this idea, right. Of putting the person first, it's like the person before the thing, right. The person before business, the person before, and even, um, the relationship, right. That relationship of friendship that you have, and putting that before, you know, this task that you need to get done. Um, and I was thinking too, when we're thinking about friendship, you know, there are, you know, I would think of the, the different times in our life for the different people that we may like not have connected with well, or we may, um, you know, the, where there's kind of one more one-sided where someone really wants to be better friends with you than you really have to give, or maybe the other way around, you really wanted to be someone's friend or closer with someone. And, you know, this idea of relationship being, you know, both giving and receiving, um, of persons, but the, the aspect I wanted to bring up was just kind of this idea of capacity, right. And what is this person's capacity of friendship, right. And that can even be seasonal. 
And, you know, knowing that your friend who you've been friends with for years is going through a time which they actually don't have a lot to give, um, in terms of friendship. And, you know, I don't know, how do you handle something like that, Maria? I love that question because I, I actually recently reconnected with a friend who we'd been out of touch for a, for a long time. And we'd always had a beautiful friendship, you know, from the time we were about 13 and, and then we just, I was in our wedding and then we just kind of went through a season cause she was, you know, she's married and she was having babies and I'm just, and it, and it wasn't that we weren't trying to be in touch with each other. There was just a little bit of a shifting as she was kind of navigating, you know, this. And, and one of the things that I think I, I learned for me personally doing that was not taking anything personal. You know what I mean? Sometimes people are not in a season where they can get back to you immediately. Sometimes people are not in a season or a space where they're able to be as present um, as they would like to. And again, going back to that kind of assuming the best, right? And what's funny is now, years later, we've come back into each other, you know, those lives. She sent me a message a while back and she was like, girl, I've been thinking of you so much. How are you? And ended up reconnecting. She ended up coming through here with her husband and kid. And it was just really beautiful. And now we're talking regularly again. You know, so I, I do think that there, there are seasons where sometimes there's shifting you know, in friendships and it's not a bad thing. It's not. And that's really our story. Maria is, you know, we, we had grown up together and fallen out of touch. I say for 10 years, but I think it was closer to 15 or 20 years. And, you know, it was, I got married and had all these kids and kept having kids and you're traveling the world. And so it really is beautiful that you, you come back and there's those friends that, you know, their heart and you haven't missed a beat. You know, you can just hop right back into it because you do genuinely love each other, which is again, to will the good of each other. So, um, something else I think is really an interesting question to ask yourself is whenever I come home from hanging out with this person, do I, is, is it good? Do I feel good? Am I, if I leveled up, am I being challenged? Am I also, do I feel good about myself? Cause there's those people where you're constantly maybe in a friendship that you're holding on to or, or grasping where you come home feeling like bad about yourself. Right. Or like she, there's always this competition going on. So when you come home and this has happened to me in my life of, you know, I've come home and Will has said, you just seem like every time you come home, you're complaining after hanging out with Susie Q, you know, not that there's really a Susie Q, but that's right. I love you Susie Q. But, um, it's, it's really a good question to ask yourself is, is this friendship fruitful? And or is it, is it something that it's time to move on from that season? And I know we all have those examples in our life. And it just, we challenge you to ask yourself, because I know anytime one of these three ladies calls me and your name pops up on my phone, I literally have the biggest grin on my face from ear to ear. And you all just bring out the best in me. And I know that this is fruitful and it is like true love. Will's like, oh goodness, one of those girls is calling. I'm, I'll see you in an hour, you know? So, you know, just really be aware of how you are showing up and how you are being affected by that friendship and whether it's fruitful or whether it's not. And also be aware of like, what did you talk about? If the question was, how are you? And then you return, how are you? And then you ask, well, how's your boyfriend? And how's your husband? Then it's like, okay, good. I'll talk to you in two weeks. Like, That's nice. Right. Like that's nice to catch up, but it's like, was there something deeper? Was there an opportunity for something deeper? Did you even, could you actually tell them how you were or was it good? Yeah. And I I think too, it's like, it's friendship seems to me more of the sense of, 
um, you know, like what you too, I thought I was the only one, you know, and just like, it's, there's more than one of me who thinks this or values this, um, and kind of having that, that kind of unique, I don't know, treasure or something that's that you share that insight, that interest. Right. And it doesn't have to be something where you have every single thing in common. Um, but the commonality, I think, um, that two people have can form, be the basis of forming a friendship. Right. So what is that? Like, you know, you two, I'm not the only one, you know, aspect of your friendships. I love that you brought that up because the four loves is one of my favorite books as well. And I think one of the things C.S. Lewis says that along with that, that you two quote in there, but he also talks about how one of the beautiful things of friendship is it's actually so un, it's unnecessary, right? Like there, there's a drive for other kinds of relationships, but friendship it, it's, it's kind of this unnecessary, you don't have to have friendship, right? So friendship is sheer gift. And when you look at it like that, it totally changes the way that you encounter people. You know, when I talk with one of you guys or one of my friends, I'm, I, there's this internal recognition of, oh my gosh, what a gift. This person is calling me and we're having this conversation. And it's, it's, it's beautiful to be able to have that uh, where you know, hey, this is just a gift. You know, we're, we're both, we're all in this together. Um, it's, it's powerful. It really is. It's, it's so powerful to know that we're doing life together and that we are here no matter when the going gets tough, right? My dad used to always tell us when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Like you dig in, this is not the time to run away. And I think just in life, a lot of us shy away from sometimes difficult conversations. And I know we've had a podcast on how to, how to have hard conversations, which we got great feedback on. But it's really, that's what honesty and truth and love is, is to dig in and to not build up walls and push people away, but allow you to come in and us to do life together, you know, and it, it's a gift to have those people that will do life with us together and to love us through those, those hard times, you know, so let's kind of pivot here and talk a little bit about comparison and competition, because I feel like in the space of female friendships, this is such, um, it's such an issue. So it's um, something that really holds us back from all becoming the best version of ourselves and from having friendship on a deeper level. Yeah, I actually, um, so when I got engaged, one of my friends was like, not that happy for me because it was like, oh, but I have a boyfriend right now and we're not probably going to get married for another year and a half, but like, I want to be engaged and he's not ready. And so it was kind of like this, like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like my boyfriend, and I talked about that too. Like we talked about like, you know, it's like that immediate of like comparison, like actual verbal comparisons. Like, oh my gosh, congrats. Yeah. 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 We talked about that too. It's going to happen next year. And it's like, I'm so happy for you, but like, can you be happy for me for a second? Like- yeah. It's not genuine <laughs> love, right? It's not genuine, deep, willing the good of another. Mm-hmm. And what I've really found is when we don't will the good of another and we project things on each other it's typically about us right it's not really that I'm not happy for you it's typically because I'm not happy with what's going on in my life and I think that that's so true about most relationships is the problems that arise are really about you Mm, right it's it's self-focused instead of other focused right being able to to kind of um yeah. What, what is it right. That allows us to really enter into someone else's celebration and someone else's life, right. That has to do with being detached from 
our own life and really just like not even thinking about ourselves, not even thinking about myself and my circumstance, but being able to enter into someone else's uh, story and, you know, be with them there. I like how you said that because I, I think that comes up so often where, you know, someone has something super happy and exciting happen. And rather than being present with that person in our minds, the temptation is going to what we lack. Like, well, they had this, but I, you know, this is the bad thing that's going on in my life. And if we can get outside of ourselves and say, wait a second, what am I looking at? Because she has this right now. It doesn't take away from anything for me. You know, I can genuinely enter into her joy because this is a beautiful, amazing, incredible thing that's happening in my friend's life. And so I can rejoice in that just because she has that doesn't mean that I'm somehow that negatively impacted my life, you know, and, and the more that we can, I find that the more that I can rejoice in other people's joys and beautiful things, the more that I have more joy you know, cause I'm looking at all the beautiful things and rather than focusing on, oh, well, I don't have this and she does, and this is going real well for her. And this is not, you know, I'm not looking that I'm just saying, oh my gosh, look at this beautiful thing in her life. And I have other beautiful things right now. You know, we have three minutes and I'll edit this. So you're fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, do, I was going to say, how do we wrap this up? <laughs> you know, and I have, a, I have an example about that actually of, um, I was with, this has been several years back, but seeing two friends and one of them always just looks cute as a button. And the other one had, had really struggled with her weight and she had lost like 35 pounds, 40 pounds. I don't, she looked great. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, like, you look so great. Oh my gosh. What have you been doing? I'm so proud of you. And the one that's always cute and bubbly immediately looked at me and said, do you think I'm fat? And I'm like, this is what women act like. Like, no, this has nothing to do with you. I'm complimenting her. And why do we sometimes go inward again and not genuinely happy for this person because I gave someone else a compliment. Now I'm not giving you a compliment. It's not that that's just not healthy. And it's so we are so inherently innately selfish. Mm -hmm. And I just challenge you to see the good and see the beauty in every woman and to not compare yourself or compete, but to genuinely love and will the good of each other. I think that's really what relationship is all about is to love well and to will the good of another. Yeah. So to close this out, ladies, we always ask this question of our people, and that is how are you, and what advice would you give um, to, for people to water their grass? How are you currently watering your grass and what, you know, in friendships, particularly um, maybe some other areas and what advice would you give? Yeah, I would say that I, I would just kind of offer the challenge of entering into someone else's celebration. And really kind of asking yourself, like, what do you have to lose by going hundred percent in on someone else's story or someone else's achievement, someone else's victory, and, um, to really be there and celebrate with them and challenge yourself to experience it hundred percent. I love it. I love that too. Okay. This is, I love that you do this question. It's so cute. <laughs> Okay. So the way I challenge you to water your grass in your friendships is I think oftentimes we do have a lot of friends that are going through a hard time Mm -hmm. and they might tell us about it, but then we're scared to ask about it again and ask how they are specifically in relation to what the hard time is because we're like, Oh, we don't want to bring it up. We kind of prance around it, but it's like, but if you're going through a hard time, don't you want a friend to 
to check up on you with that specific hard time in mind. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I often do, I'll just be like, Hey, how are you? But I need to be like, Hey, how is your mother with this situation? Like, actually, how is your heart dealing with that? And and being very specific with your question asking and not just checking in like, Hey, how are you? Because oftentimes we don't want to burden someone with actually how we're doing. And so really pulling it out of someone that that's the way I'm going to water my friendships. I love it. And it also says, I really listened to you and remember that this is going on in your life, which is true. Listening, I think is, is a skill that we have lost so much because we're not really paying attention. We're not really being where our feet are, you know? So, oh, this is so much goodness. We're just so glad to have you all on. And this is just the beginning. Um, so we'll definitely have you back and maybe tell some stories of how we water each other's grass and how we really have shown each other collaboration and cheerleading that this is just to continue this amazing relationship on friendship. Yes. And how can people find you guys? What can they do? Yeah. You can find me on the gram at Cecilia Pappas, C-E-C-I-L-I-A, last name Pappas, P-A-P-P-A-S. And the What in the Dang Heck podcast found on Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. Awesome. And you can find me at Erin Vandy one. So E-R-I-N-V-A-N-D-E, the number one on Instagram. Amazing. Well, you guys, you know, the drill, like subscribe, download, share all the things. And we would love to hear what are you doing in your friendships? What have you found that has worked really well? Cause as you know, you know, we are all still learning and growing. We do not have all the answers. We're not the experts. We're learning, learning right alongside y'all. So come mm-hmm. find us and we'll see you next we'll time. See you next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.